0: Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. On today's episode, I probably shouldn't post the top five reasons I want to quit. It's not just me. Let me know if you feel the same way about these reasons, okay? Probably shouldn't do this episode. It's probably not a good idea, but hey, it's a comedy podcast, right? It's all fake. It's just entertainment, right? Right? Number one, fucking waiters. Waiters suck, dude. Fuck waiters. Get my sticker and put it on your toolbox and let everybody know you feel the same way. They come in at the worst fucking times. And you know what? It's not just their fault. It's the advisor's fault. Management's fault. For letting them come in and wait whenever the fuck they want. Customers believe that if they wait, they'll get their car done faster. This is what they, most of them think. Then you got those fuck faces that stand there at like, your shop don't open till 7.30 or 8, and they're there at fucking 6.45 standing there waiting for you to show up. Then the advisor writes them up, and then that's the fuckface that goes back into the shop and watches you work on their car, dude. Fuck you. If I see you watching me work on your car, I'm going to lunch. I don't care if it's 9 o'clock. I'll go hide in the bathroom, dude. Or I'll just go home, dude. My car runs fine, right? That shit's so aggravating, man. Advisors are supposed to do their jobs, right? And tell them, hey, this shit takes three hours to do, and we're behind already, so if you're gonna wait, it's gonna be at least five hours. You should probably leave the vehicle or reschedule. You know? They take phone calls to set up appointments, right? Tell them they can't wait. I understand some people have no choice but to wait, and I get it, but on the technician side, When we're working on big-ass jobs and the lube techs are either getting backed up or hiding in the bathroom somewhere, the techs that get pulled off of big jobs to do some fucking bullshit waiter oil change on a car with 6,000 miles or just some dumb shit, period. How are we supposed to make any fucking money when you keep pulling us off of our jobs to do some dumb-ass bullshit? Learn how to tell the customer to reschedule. Stop fucking kissing everybody's ass for, to get a good fucking survey or a $30 fucking tire patch. You know? You know what though? Fuck surveys, dude. Every shop should just let their scores go to shit. They should all get together on a fucking Zoom COVID call and agree to say fuck the surveys. It's all bullshit anyways. Surveys are bullshit. How many times have you been asked to go on Google and give your dealership a five-star review? To push down those bad reviews, get them out of the, get them off the page. You know, you know what's happened. You probably even got a cash prize for the most surveys, didn't you? It's all bullshit, dude. Reviews and surveys are all bullshit, paid for bullshit. Just like fucking. All right. Let's try to keep this episode positive, as much as we can. <laughs> Warranty times number two. I think I'm on number two. A fucking PCM update recall that pays .3 takes 45 fucking minutes. Because they don't tell you that when you update the PCM, you also got to update 30 other fucking modules. How many goddamn modules do you need to put in one fucking car, dude? How many? I mean, there's room for more, dude. Put some more in there. Fucking shit, man. Then when you're doing it, the fucking battery dies. Nobody puts a fucking charger on the battery, dude, when they do an update, right? Can't just be me. Recalls pay shit. Warranty time pay shit. The directions are all bullshit, especially when it tells you to remove fucking starter bolts. You go look at the directions, it tells you to remove the starter bolts. And then it shows, engine removed for clarity. Radiator, fender, battery, windshield, it's all removed for clarity. Remove starter bolts and starter. You can't even see the fucking thing, dude. Let alone get to the bolts, and it pays .4. Makes sense. Wonder why techs are quitting. Then you do a warranty repair like an oil leak. They all fucking leak oil. And the manufacturer fucking knows this, but if you fuck up and don't write one sentence right, they're not going to pay the fucking claim. Even if you do an electrical repair and you don't write exactly what pinpoint test step you performed, Step by fucking step, they're not going to pay the fucking claim. Even though you've done the same repair 30 fucking times this month and thousands of other technicians have done the same shit, the manufacturer knows it's an issue and that they suck, they won't pay you. They look for any reason not to pay. It's a fucking game, dude. How many times do I got to say that shit? I should name the fucking podcast, It's a Game. I've heard of some dealerships out there paying CP time for warranty work. In fact, somebody emailed me telling me all about it, but... I can't remember. If yours is doing this, please let me know how this fucking works. But you gotta dumb it down a little bit for me so I can understand it, you know? Warranty times fucking suck, dude. And the fact that manufacturers know about the problems and know it's a pain in the ass to repair them, but they pay you shit. You read the 30 pages of the repair... And every picture shows, you know, radiator, frame rails, driver's seat, all removed for clarity to take out the fucking AC compressor. Then when you go down there and you try to do it, it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to get to these bolts? It's bullshit. Who makes up these fucking warranty times anyways? Fucking idiots, dude. That's how they're fucking us, man. I'm telling you. Anyways, number three, favoritism. Here we go. Buddy system, shitty dispatching, fucking days off. There's always a tech, or five, that get away with everything. They don't show up to work, but nobody cares. No one says anything, right? They scam work, smoke tickets, but turn a shitload of hours and make the shop money. Nobody does anything about it. If you say something about it, you're the fucking problem. They're untouchable. How are you getting away with this shit? It's money. That's how. Oh, he turns a lot of hours during the week, so we let him have the weekends off. He does a lot for the shop, you just don't see it. He knows the owner. We can't afford to lose any text right now, so it is what it is. But you better be here on fucking Sunday. You know what I'm saying? It's always the one that complains the most gets away with it all. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Somebody emailed me and said they complained about a tech... Let me find it. Hold on. Alright, somebody emailed me and they said they complained about a tech that doesn't work weekends. He's the tech that turns the most hours in the shop and has the most comebacks. And that most people in the shop don't believe that he's even doing half the work he's getting fucking paid for. Yet, when they said something about it to the boss, the boss told him... (laughs) Ready? The boss told him, worry about yourself. If you turn the hours he did, then we can talk. But for now, worry about yourself. Now that squeaky wheel, he didn't get the grease, dude. He got put on the shit list. You know what I'm talking about. Even though he said what every other tech in the shop agreed, that that tech was smoking tickets and his bullshit, everybody knew about it, the boss did nothing. Is it favoritism? Is it the buddy system? Or is it just that one tech that'll do the dirty shit just to get the numbers? I don't know. It happens at a lot of shops. Tell me it doesn't. Anyways, what am I at? Uh, I'm at number four. Before I get into number four, follow the Facebook page, dude. Flatrate Tech Podcast. Follow the Instagram page flatrate tech underscore podcast it's starting to it's starting to get up there now follow that sometimes i post shit on there that i don't post on facebook also check out the website flatrate tech podcast weebly dot com still free for me and it's free for you to click on that shit support the podcast dude come on now help a brother out i'm trying not to get ads on here cuz When I listen to podcasts, it's fucking annoying when an ad comes on. Especially when you know that that podcast host doesn't support the product. He's just doing it for the money. I mean, bags, right? We're here for bags! But I don't want to do that. So if you do hear an advertisement on here, it's because I support that company or that product. Just so you know. Like the X-Stance insoles, that shit's good, dude. I'm still using them. The uh, Boltster, Boltster boltster.com, check them out, man. That shit's good stuff, dude. If it wasn't, I wouldn't put it on this podcast. That's another advertisement for them. And they didn't pay me for this shit, dude. But if you want to help me out, rate and review the podcast on Apple or Spotify or both. That helps me out. That helps spread the word. That helps the algorithm. That helps get the podcast up there more. But spread the podcast, man. Share the Facebook page. Share the memes. Help me out. All right, anyways, I'm at number four. And guess what it is? Numbers. If you listen to this podcast for some reason, you know I hate hearing about numbers, even though I just talked about them. But at work, the only numbers I really give a fuck about are my pay and my hours turned. Right? Right? That's what we're there for. Personally, I don't care about the monthly budget. I care about my budget, my hours, my paycheck. I know the manager's pay is decided on the budget, the hours turn, the gross, the parts, whatever. I get it, but our paychecks revolve around hours. So I don't want to hear about the budget, especially if work's slow. If it's Thursday and I have 15, 20 hours for the week, and the boss comes out and says, we need to hit budget this month. There's a lot of work left to do. We need to hit We need to do whatever we can to hit the budget. Sell, sell, sell. Bitch, I've been sitting on my ass waiting for OKs from the advisors. I got 15 hours for the week. I'm about to go to fuck home. I don't want to come in to work and sit on my fucking ass and not get paid. You're supposed to be the one to bring the work in for us to do. If there's no work, Don't come out here bitching about the budget. You wanted that fucking position, right? That's your problem. You signed up for this shit. I don't give a fuck about this multi-million dollar corporation's budget. Trying to keep your jobs by making more and more money every month. It's never gonna fucking end. I feel sorry for the managers. The good ones. Having to deal with that shit. The numbers, dude. And I get it. It's all business. I'm sure if you and I were in that position, we would care about numbers, right? But if I got 15 hours on Thursday with no hope of hitting 40, I'm out, dude. If this happened to me two weeks in a row, I'd probably quit. Just saying. Not that this happens at the shop I'm at now, but this happens at other shops. It's happened at shops that I did work at. And I also don't recommend quitting because of this kind of issues, but I probably would. That's just me. I might regret it, but hey, it's not like I didn't pass fucking 30 other dealerships on my way there, you know what I'm saying? Probably be in the same boat at a couple of those, but hey, sometimes you just gotta say, fuck it, move on, right? I mean, really, do you really give a fuck about the dealer's numbers as a regular tech? Why would you? If you're not getting a bonus off of them, why why do you really give a shit? You're there for your own numbers, which are ours. If you make hours and every other tech makes hours in that shop, then they will hit their fucking numbers, right? So they need to make sure you got work coming in and they got good advisors up there that can sell shit and sell it fast. Sell it while it's still in the bay. If I pull a car in, write up an estimate, turn it in, I'm not waiting, dude. I'll give you 15 minutes and I'm pulling another car in. Sell it fast if you want to get it done fast. Follow the Facebook page. Number five. It's a beer podcast. Come on. Everything fucking hurts, dude. You know this. Your back, your neck, your hands, your knees, your feet, your shoulders, your arm. Everything fucking hurts. Over 20 years of pulling transmissions, engines, rotating big-ass tires, carrying the shop, carrying the slow techs, hands slipping off wrenches, hitting fucking frames burning your hands, all that shit. We're all fucked up. I'm sure it's the same in every trade. We all bust our asses. All the trades do, dude. Plumbers, electricians, carpenters. All of us bust our asses. And we pay for it. Not only literally buying tools and shit, but we pay for it with our bodies, our backs, our blood. We all pay, dude. And it feels like you're one injury away from not being able to work. I mean, I reached to turn on the shower in the morning and pulled my back at least fucking 20 times. It seems like every Friday when I have the weekend off, I hurt my shoulder, my knee, my back, something, right before I leave work. And then I have to go home and sit on my ass trying to recover for the next fucking week. Can't even mow my lawn, dude. Can't do shit all weekend. I can't be the only motherfucker like that, right? I've sneezed and pulled my back, dude. I got up from my chair and hurt my knees. Maybe I sound like a bitch. Maybe. Maybe I am. Probably. I've been a mechanic for over 20 years, dude. You can't hurt my feelings. I don't have any. But it does suck knowing that if you really do hurt yourself in any trade, mechanics, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, truck drivers, if you hurt yourself, dude, you're out. You can't do your fucking job. And for how long? You don't know. And when you do hurt yourself, your boss will be fucking calling you every fucking day asking when you can come back to work, dude. We need you here. You're laying on your hospital bed with fucking chest tubes and you and broken leg, and you have AIDS. And you're like, dude, you think I want to fucking be here right now? And he's like, all right, I'll call you tomorrow and see how you are. <laughs> you could be at a funeral, and they would call you and ask, where are you at? Why are you not at work? You could be at your own fucking funeral and they will call you and text you and email you where you at you know what i'm saying beer podcast ever had a boss call you while you're on vacation where you at i'm on vacation dude remember oh when do you come back we need you what the fuck you're in prison for busting an advisor's fucking head the boss calling you hey when you getting out We have a transmission we need done as soon as possible. It's the end of the month. we got to hit our numbers. We're close. We're close. How much is your bail? You know? You're an AA because you're a fucking alcoholic mechanic. The boss. He's calling you. Hey, you're late. Where you at? I'm at an AA meeting, dude. Ah, fuck you, man. We're all alcoholics. We meet at work. Get your ass in here. Get over it. Dude, you literally cut your arm off somehow. And you're laying on the ground, bleeding out, in your fucking bay. Your buddy's trying to put a tourniquet on you to save your ass. And the advisor comes out, hey, is this going to be done today? The customer called and needs his car back. Right? This is the type of shit that fucking happens. The boss comes out, hey, we need to get somebody on this car. I need it done. We need a number. Budget. He'll be fine. You're fucking dead, dude. You're buried six feet deep. The foreman's looking for that special tool. He thinks you got it, dude. He's digging you up. <laughs> Follow the Facebook page, dude. You'll find the best, most relatable mechanic memes ever made by me. You're welcome. If you got any questions, comments, topics, help, tips, tricks, bags, whatever, dude. Email them to uh, flatratetechpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review, dude. Rate and review the podcast, man. Nobody listens to this point. So I can say whatever I want. But seriously, though, all dealers and shops have the same types of problems. Where I am at now is by far the best dealer I've been to. But yeah, it has its ups and downs. Nowhere's perfect. You have to find what suits you. What I look for in a dealership is money, pay, workload. Is the boss going to leave me alone? I'm not working every weekend, and I'm definitely not working Sundays, okay? If you find good management, it makes all the difference sometimes. You gotta shop around. I've talked about it. Find an episode, shop around. You're not stuck where you're at. I say this all the time. I gotta stop saying this. I gotta move on to something else. But I'm not quitting my job. I've quit other dealerships for a lot of these reasons that I just complained about. That's why I did this episode. But mostly, the reasons why I quit those shops that I used to work at was management. And the fact that those managers were completely full of shit, they said shit that never happened. They promised shit that never happened. It's like they were on their own playing field where they wanted to make themselves look better and not do anything to help out the techs. And this is what a lot of managers were like, and this is why we're in the situation that we're in with the technician shortage and why they can't find anybody to come work for them. Why they can't find technicians. It's because the technicians that quit because they're tired of your bullshit told other people, hey, you don't want to fucking do that. Go do this. Go work in HVAC. Go work on air conditioners. Go drive a truck. You know, those jobs need to be filled too, right? But they... Back in the day when I first started, if I'd say about two, three years in, if somebody asked me, hey, should I be a mechanic? I would have told them, no, don't do it. For one, you have no skills, and two, it's a fucking tough life. It's tough. You don't get paid what you deserve. And I know there's shitty techs out there, just like there's shitty, mechan- or just like there's shitty bosses and managers and shops. That's real. I work with some shitty techs. You do too. I'm a shitty tech. That's why I say in these podcasts that you have to be realistic. Think about who's the best technician in your shop. And I'm not talking parts changer. I'm talking diagnostic technician. Anybody can change parts. Okay? And if you do it enough, you're at a dealership, you're doing the same shit... You can do it fast and you can make a lot of money. Think of who in your shop is the number one diagnostic technician. Say he's at 100%. How do you compare to that technician in diagnosing? Not parts changing. Diagnosing. If I were to compare myself to the number one tech in my shop, him being at 100%, I would say I'm at, mine's a little different because I switched brands, I would say 50. 50 I'm 50%. Now if I was at the other brand I used to work for, and this if I was at the other brand I used to work for and this shop that I'm in right now was that same brand, I'd be fucking crushing it, dude. Crushing it. The number one diagnostic technician in the other shop I used to work at, the brand I worked at for 17 years, I'd say he was 100. I'd be at about 85, which is good. That's good. It's not the best, but it's realistic. You got to be realistic. I hate diagnosing shit. I suck at wiring. I'm being real. Bud Light's fucking bringing out the truth. Nobody's listening to this anyway, so... Whatever. Let's say you are the number one diagnostic technician in your shop. But you're not getting paid. You're not making the money you think you deserve. You're probably right. And you've heard that people at other dealerships, same brand, same skills, same quality, a technician that you are, is making $10 more an hour than you, go in the office and fucking ask for it. If they ain't gonna pay you, move on. They want cheap labor, dude. It's business. You're basically a contractor. It's business. Move on. There's shops out there that are getting used... (laughs) just so technicians can go there, get an offer that pays them more than their shop they're currently at, so they can bring it back and say, hey, they offered me six more dollars an hour than you're paying me. What are you going to do? It's a game, dude. Play the game. Shop around. But remember, if your management is not willing to make changes for the better and fix shit that needs fixed in the shop, no matter how much you get paid, it's never going to change. You're still going to have to deal with the bullshit. You're still going to have to deal with all the problems, the golden boy, the advisors not selling work, the waiters that come in at fucking 4.50 when you got to leave at 5. You know, just just the, the bullshit that we deal with. The back flagging. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Just don't stay at the same place if you're getting fucked. Anyways, that's the episode. If you got any questions, comments, topics, suggestions, email me at flatrate tech podcast at gmail.com. dot Check out the website flatrate tech podcast uh, Instagram flatrate tech underscore podcast. And I got the YouTube channel and Flatrate Tech podcast, whatever. All right, thanks for listening. Catch y'all next time.